right. Hey, everybody. I'm Jordan Benston, and you are back for another episode of Minding My Black Woman-Owned Business. Okay, today we have a Black woman business owner who I really love a lot. Her brand is elite. I'm talking like master marketing from like day one of the brand being released. And with us, we have Ashley from Unwrap. What's up, Ashley? Hello, and I'm a huge fan of yours. So kudos to you and all the amazing things that you do from in front of the camera, behind the camera, like you need to big up yourself, truly. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so tell the people about Unwrap. Like what, sure. what is Unwrap? When did it start? So Unwrap is a luxury stationery company, and I basically feel the need for the void in the market. When I was shopping for wrapping paper, I never saw anything cool, anything like that spoke to like the gift receiver. So I created that. In 2017, I found myself like designing wrapping paper for all my friends and family. So I was just like, all right, maybe this is a viable business. Maybe other people are having issues just like I am. I started off with just gift wrap, which not necessarily speaks to the holidays, but more so to the personality of the gift receiver. So it's more artsy, it's more cool, it's vibrant colors. And again, we have nothing traditional. So you don't come to us if you want something with Santa Claus on it or anything holiday specific. So since then we have expanded into so much more as you see the different product types behind me. We have all your gifting needs plus home decor and more. Were you ever shocked in starting this to be like, wait, <laughs> this is a business. Like I'm, I'm on to something here. Like when did that like light pop on? Like, ah, this is, this is something bigger. I'm still pinching myself and it's five years later, honestly. When I first started off, I thought it was just going to be like an Instagram business. I'm selling to my friends and family. I did not expect within the first month to be on so many websites, so many platforms. Like I had an Essence article, all the other publications started to jump on. Like it really took on a life on its own. And every day I'm still like in disbelief that like I've sustained a business for this long and that people are gravitating to my ideas and they have seen the void in the market. So I, I haven't had the aha moment essentially. <laughs> really, I, I think it's interesting because especially as we start businesses, I know a lot of times people talk about like, oh, well, if you want to like start a business, when you walk down the bread aisle, there's 45 brands of bread, right? And even though 45 brands of bread, each 45 has something that's specific. Exactly. That exactly. brand that allows them to also be on the aisle with a brand of bread. So, you know- Not I'm- even bread, like think about gas station. They're mm-hmm. all selling the same product. But you in New York City, you're gonna see four gas stations on each of the corners and you have options. So that's how I always thought about things in business. Like no matter what you put out, you have your own unique perspective. And I try to have that unique perspective with Unwrap. As I mentioned, like when I was shopping for wrapping paper, everything was always the same. You'll always find a holiday specific gift wrap. You'll never see a black girl on your gift wrap. So I wanted to create that. And that's what I say true to when I create a new product for the line. I love that so much. And tell me about some of the challenges that you faced with starting a business. You started in 2017, but there's not only starting, but like you ran into a pandemic. 
With all that was happening in the world at that time, everyone wanted to support small businesses. Everyone wanted to buy black. And that was like my saving grace. I started the pandemic trying to like fundraise, trying to find resources for the artists that I was supporting and collaborating with. So I started a fund where people would donate so that way I can pay out the artists who lost their streams of income. That was the beginning of the pandemic, like the first two months. But then the rest of that year of 2020, it was just like a whirlwind of sales. Like I was able to get my first warehouse space from all the new sales and all the new eyes on the brand. I'm here today because of 2020 and all that's happened. But the challenges before then, I would say is just like having a business mindset because I'm a creative. I want to do all the cool things and not necessarily look at the numbers behind the scenes. For the first year, once I finally started to look at the numbers, I realized that I was producing in the reds because I was selling the product for cheaper than what I was actually manufacturing the product for. Once I had to like, all right, Ashley, you have to stop doing all the fun stuff and look at the numbers. That's when I really like ran into some issues because again, like I was collaborating with artists who needed to be paid out. And because I wasn't being mindful of my numbers, I was going in the red. So I had essentially to like borrow money to pay out artists and all these different things. So that's another thing that I would like warn creatives when starting a business. Like, please be mindful that it's business first. <laughs> And not necessarily all the fun. You do have to use both sides of the brain. It's interesting that you say that because I feel like a lot of people, when they like see a business in general and like they feel like, oh, the business is doing so well. And it's like, yo, you have no idea. Like the first couple of projects that I did, when I look back on those projects now and I look back on those budgets now, laugh. Okay, exactly. Like, exactly. Really, very boisterous. Like, girl, you was bugging, and I'm told mm -hmm. you made no money. Yeah, came out of my pocket mm -hmm. to make sure people were being paid. All because I like fully believed in what I was doing and knew that it could be more. And it took a second to be like, all right, let's make this make sense. Like, honestly, for the first, a little over the first year, Same. I had no agency fees in my productions and if you work in production yeah fees is how you save yourself mm -hmm. so because i didn't have agency fees if my budgets went over and i was overspending you took that hit that came from my rate mm -hmm. so if it was like people that needed to be paid and i mean and i'm still like this to this day that like you know when i do a contract and i have to pay my people i pay everybody else first Oh, that's amazing. I literally like everybody else gets paid first. And even if a person is like, you know, my companies are net 30, net 40, net 60, like I'll wait for the 60 and get my people out on the 30 just to make sure. Cause like I understand how freelance mm -hmm. in the world works, but mm -hmm. that's the thing that's like, you know, it's not, and not say that we should glorify it, but it's just not something that, you know, is talked about or, that people mention a lot um, when it comes to business. So with that, like, what, what do you feel like has been one of your biggest lessons in having your own business? I would say just that, being able to be more business-minded and less of the creative, since that I have been designing less. So when I first launched the company, I had a lot of my own designs, plus 
designs that I collaborated with. So I had to kind of take a step back and design less and kind of like really focus on the business aspect, really focus on building out the website, making sure that that was efficient, making sure that I have a sales channel and just like doing more of the things to keep me organized and keep the operations like going. Do you have a team? You're looking at it. <laughs> that's a, that's another thing that we need to get into. Okay. Let's get into it. <laughs> because as business owners, we hold, and I, I'm like, is it like a black woman thing or is it just a business thing that we hold our products and our brands so close to us? And it's like, we need to have our hands in all the pots. We need to be touching all the things and like most of the shoes that I do if, if you see me you see my live producer Danielle right Danielle will check me and say I mean do you want me to live produce because <laughs> I need a Danielle you need a Danielle because Danielle is like what did you hire me for so I'll be like moving stuff in the budget or touching stuff and she's like what are you doing like what this is I will say you collect your money if you're not gonna attack assign me anything right she's like you if you just want me to be here and pay me to just be here sure but it's like I've learned that like the team and the people to like take things out of my hands that I don't have to do with and I feel like right now I'm in the opposite space of you because I want to focus more on the creative and less on the business because I'm the only person, I have no option. I have no choice. So I have to like make sure that the business is good yeah. to then have that freedom to even be creative. So if the business is good, then I can hire on more people, right? Then I can start to delegate more projects and then I have that freedom to be creative. But right now I just have to get focused because I don't want what happened year one, year two, to repeat itself. I don't want to like get lost in the creative and not necessarily have a business that's like performing well. So do you have like mentors? Like who who are your people? Like if it's like you have a question about am I doing this right or is there a better way to, you know, be doing X, Y, and Z? Like do you have your go-to people that you reach out to to talk business with? I would say my mentor is Google and God, um, but I do have a circle of small other small business owners that I kind of like bounce ideas off of or when we meet, we have like all we do is talk business and how we can help support each other. So that circle has been beneficial, especially like when I'm having bad days or bad months and I'm like always in my head about it, feeling down, it's good to like reflect with other people. Like, wait, this is a season that we're all going through. Like you're not alone in this. So having that support system is really beneficial. But I would say like, if I'm ever running into like a situation where I'm like, am I doing this right? Or how do I do this? I'm straight to Google, Googling things and kind of figuring it out. That's essentially how I started the company. Truly just Google. Really? I had no business insight whatsoever. I had no mentors. I had no one in business who looked like me, who was doing the things that I was interested in doing. I really had to truly figure it out myself. How do I print wrapping paper? How do I build the, well, I knew how to build the website, but like other things in business, like I truly had to figure it out on my own. With having to do that on your own, would you advise someone else to do that? Or would you, what would you tell another business owner that's like looking to start their business either in your field or in any field? Like, would you tell them Google or would you tell them find your tribe? 
honestly, truly, and this is probably going to upset some people. Uh Uh-oh, make us mad, make us mad. (laughs) I would say that is the only way to do it, right? Because think about before you even started your business, you had a list of things that were stopping you. I need to do this first. I need to do this first. I need to do this first. If you add more things onto your list, you're never going to start your business. If you take that risk and let or allow Google to advise you, you'll be one step ahead. And then you can find your tribe and then they can like correct it. But it's also like character building as well. Like if I didn't go through all of those things, I would have never learned those lessons and I probably won't be in business still, honestly. So I feel like you have to like go through that to be agile, to be able to like hustle, bustle, and like really like get get the boat off the road. So now in 2023, so this is what year? Five. Five? Okay. What officially makes it year six? November 1st. November 1st. Okay. So we going back to November 1st, 2017. Mm -hmm. What does 2023 Ashley tell 2017 Ashley about business and about what she's about to do? This is a real thing. This is like... This is not for play. (laughs) This is like something that's really like the fact that I'm talking to you from 2023, like you were right. You were creating something so much bigger than yourself. Keep pushing like all the nights that you didn't get any sleep, all the the money that you lost, just keep pushing through because it all does pay itself off. When in 2017, again, I just thought I would be on Instagram selling wrapping paper and it would be like this small. I had no idea that I would be in mass stores. I didn't know that Target will be emailing me with interest. I didn't know that I could walk into a, a Nordstrom's, a Macy's, a Bloomingdale's and have my product there. I didn't know that I would have demands for something that I thought that just I was interested in. So Ashley, in addition to like all of the attention and the headlines and the news articles that you have gotten, right? One of the things that we're going to talk about is how the people be slaughtering your last name. That is like my, it's not my biggest pet peeve, but I like wait for it because I already know that it's coming. That's why like I always have to like start with like, this is how you pronounce it. Even if I tell you how to pronounce it, they're still going to butcher it. So it's just like, I have to just like allow it to just roll off because like it's never going to end. I will be so excited for an article to come out. Like we've been emailing back and forth, me and the editor. She has all the email chain. She has the correct spelling. And still once she submits the article and it goes live on the website, it is still misspelled. It never fails. Never ever. What is the craziest butchering of a pronunciation that you've heard? Because so it's generations. It's never the same. It's always something completely different, like completely left field. I and feel like field might be the the wildest one because it's like it's it's Fuyo. Okay. Fuyo. And what we've had like what Fuye, Fuele. Field. 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 Softball field. Softball field. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's just people are lazy. It's like too many letters, I assume. Is it? Is it? We have a diverse world. Yeah. We have access to a diverse world. Like you see different names on a daily. Why can't we just take a couple minutes? But let's also talk about the research of it though. Like if you cared, right? If you truly cared about 
what you were talking about and what you were doing, you would have done the proper research to make sure that you were pronouncing my name correctly. That part. But we're going to go ahead and mark that as disrespect, but call it what you want. But I will also say, even if they did do research, they'll see like other people mispronouncing it also. So it's kind of like tricky. So I'll give them that. Yeah, but you have things on your page where you pronounce it. Yeah. Or they can also ask you for pronunciation. That is true. Ooh, baby. Okay. And then what's next? I mean, we're in Nordstrom's, you know, Target is on the line. Like we're in all of these stores. The social media is blowing up. The attention is blowing up. Like even Yonsei was on your line. Like, I mean, no. <laughs> it's, it's crazy because we, we have these moments in business where it's like, we're, we feel like we're getting... Like there's an upward climb and it's like, damn, can it get bigger? Yeah. Can it get bigger? So what is the bigger? Like, can it get bigger? What's next? Growing up, we only knew one stationary company. We only knew Hallmark, right? Why is that? Hallmark demanded the market. I want to replace Hallmark in people's minds. I want to be, I don't want to say I want to be the next Hallmark, I want to be the retailer that you think of when you think of stationery, when you think of gifting, even home decor. Like, I want to take over every market because, like, we need to diversify that. We shouldn't still have, like, when's the last time you actually bought a Hallmark branded card? It's not, you know, Hallmark, I think they got the little mahogany brand. So sometimes they just bought that back. Oh, so I think they just brought that back in like 2021. Have you bought mahogany cards? No. But we know Hallmark. Yeah. Right? I want to be that for the next generation and the generations after. I want to be that brand that go to the like, oh, this is where I get go for all my gifting, all my stationary needs, all my home decor. Like they represent us, they see us, they create products for us. So tell people where do they find you? Like where do we find out more about the brand? How do we find out what you're doing? How do we find out where we can purchase the things? I should have just like. I should have thought about this. I could have had my blanket back here with me. Like I wasn't for this. Yes. <laughs> let's let's make this clear, right? Anybody that I've had on this podcast or that's going to be on this podcast that like has a business, I'm a one day one support. I'm finna buy. I'm gonna buy something, anything to make sure that I'm also like pouring into Black-owned businesses. So the unwrapped gift wrap has been gifted from me. The blanket is coming with me this year to Martha's Vineyard, and I'm going to be real fly outside on the grass because in my unwrapped blanket. So that's first and foremost. But tell the other people who may not know, like, where can they find you? How can they get the things? So you can find us at unwrap.com and that's unwrap without the A because I'm the A. <laughs> um, but it's unwrp.com and that's our handle on all the socials. We're on TikTok, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. So find us there. Ashley, thank you. Thank you, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you for all the opportunities that you have given me throughout my career. I truly appreciate it. Thank you. Listen, thank you for saying yes to this podcast. I know you're busy. so we appreciate you to everybody that's tuning in thank you be sure you like comment subscribe go buy some unwrap okay in addition uh send us your favorite black women owned business so we can also talk to them too my name is jordan benson and this is minding my black woman owned business bye guys